Welcome to They That Hope with Father Dave and Deacon Bob, sharing humor and hope in a crazy world. And I'm Deacon Bob. And I'm Father Dave. I feel like we should add something to my name because it just, with the change Wait, Father of Father Dave? Name, I don't know. I don't know. It just seems... Father Dave Pavanka, T-O-R. Okay, I like that better. David Paul Pavanka. D-P-P. All right, that's fine. You're, I get it. I get it. <laughs> How are you, F-D- Robert? F-D- I'm great. I'm doing really well, actually. Uh, I'm preaching at Mass, which is super fun. Uh, I got to... Um, last last week, I, I don't know if I told the story, but I told the pastor as I, as I was getting there, if you ever want me to preach, just tell me, even right before Mass. And he said, I'm not going to do that. Well, he, he did that. Oh, and now I'm okay. scheduled to preach every Tuesday, and it went great. So oh, cool. uh, I got to preach uh, today as we're recording it. It was be yesterday for those listening, uh, Feast of St. John of the Cross, whom I love. You know, my 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 fake Carmelite hermit bionic woman aunt. Right, right, right. She was right, really right. into uh, St. John of the Cross. Whom we all love, yeah. Yeah, whom we all love and adore. So it was actually yeah. really a neat thing that, like, my first scheduled preaching of a homily was on the Feast of St. John of the Cross, which is also well, the parish cool. I went to. Uh, when I was uh, in, uh, you know, growing up outside of Chicago. So just a lot of You cool... went to St. John of the Cross Parish? I did. Yeah, I did. I don't think there right. is a lot of St. John of the Cross parishes. I don't know. That's and I'm told Bishop Barron was there, too, at one point. I don't think we were there at the same time, but I hear okay. that that's where he was assigned as a priest there for a little bit. Huh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So did cool. you, you didn't preach on, sa- on Sunday, though. No, I didn't. No, my first Sunday, my first Sunday preaching, other than the first one I did, is actually going to be uh, January first. Okay, uh, I'm or not, show not up. January first, Fe- Feast of the Mother of God. So I'll be, I'll be. At, That's oh, that'd be January first. That's January first. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually, I probably shouldn't have said that. I, you're going to show might, up. I might, I might yeah. not make it. There's a, there's a good shot you might not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, when you get when you get back in town, the thing we need to do more importantly is see the new Spider-Man movie, which is coming out this Friday. I know, and you're going to go to it without me. I was talking with Father Jonathan because yes. the three of us were going to go to that movie, and and we'll talk a little bit later. But I'm out of town. But and Father Jonathan said to me, he "Goes, do you think Bob will wait to watch it with us?" I said, "There's not a chance." And I said, <laughs> no "In fact, I would way. not be surprised. I would not be surprised by the time he gets to us that it'll be like his third or fourth time of of seeing it." So. It, it, it very well may well be because I actually did get a ticket for you, and then you said you weren't in town, and I'd already bought a ticket for Father Jonathan, and he's texting me. He's like, "Oh, I can't make it." I'm like, "Come on, you guys!" So anyway, uh, we'll 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 get it after Christmas. Well, you know, the fans will hear the uh, the at the movies you, review of Spider-Man. You know, though, Far just as we, as we're on the superhero movie theme, which seems to be a, a theme somewhat common, but I I saw Black Widow. Did we talk about this at all? No, no. Did you it, just see it recently? It, uh, I saw it on a flight. Yeah, it yeah, was okay. really. Have you seen it? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's a fun. It movie. was really. It was a fun movie. I like the ones like this that are that are kind of comical and they kind of make fun yeah. of themselves and stuff. It was really. I thought it was a fun movie too. Yeah, I thought it was fantastic. And you know, from a filmmaking perspective, I I here think we some go. people kind of here we well. Go. Here we go. go no, ahead. no, no. I just yeah. think this was cool. So it was actually. Okay. It, it was. A, I was surprised this didn't get more attention. It was a female director. Yeah. Primarily female cast. Yep. Great action movie yep. without any hypersexualization of the women involved. Yeah, that's, that, like that's everybody was right. dressed well. I mean, it was just a cool movie that didn't make it. You know, I just thought, like, if if they had made, like, in the 80s, <laughs> an action movie featuring all attractive women who are fighters, it probably would have looked <laughs> a lot different than this one did. And not in a good way. So I, 
I just appreciated how great it was. I think from top to bottom, it was really, really a, a, yeah, a fun I, movie. I thought it. I thought it. I, I think if it, it wasn't too. for COVID, it would have gotten obviously a lot more attention. I mean, that was going to be one of the summer blockbusters that um, oh, sure, sure. ended up getting delayed and delayed and delayed because of the COVID situation. But that would have. Sure. That probably would have been one of the big Marvel movies, it's you know, more memorable, how, just because of the nature of when it would have been released. Actually, this is maybe a uh, fact that we've not talked about much. Maybe we have, but one of my, not my first job, but one of my early jobs was actually working at a, at a movie theater, uh, which was kind of a good job. I would, huh. yeah, it didn't, didn't last very long um, <laughs> because they gave me, they said, yeah, you can let people in free every now and then. Well, that every now and then to, to <laughs> that, be... I had a, a similar issue. My first job was actually working at a video store. Yeah. And it was it was almost the exact same thing. If you ever want to let a friend take a video out now and then it's okay. Twenty videos later I was fired. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it it was it was interesting just Christmas how many for how many families going to a movie kind of in the Christmas season was a part of their yeah. tradition. It was really interesting that they said, oh, we always go to the movie, you know, before Christmas or even Christmas, you know, that Christmas week or something like that. So a really, uh, really busy Christmas movie time. We always went to the movies right after Thanksgiving. That was that's a family tradition we've done forever, okay. Um, okay. you know, because all the families in town and we're not shoppers, at least not physical shoppers on Black Friday. But it was always kind of a fun thing to do. And then by then you see all, like all the sale items that are picked over at the mall, you know, and just kind of a more been, casual. Have you been to a theater yet since COVID? A few times, yeah. So are they full? I mean, are people going? Yeah, they're packed. The ones I go to are packed. So, But I'm kind of okay, seeing I've, the big hits, like opening weekends. So. Yeah, I've flown, you know, several, well, I've been flying a lot all over, back and forth and back and yeah. forth and back to forth to Europe. But anyway, that's all another story. Planes are packed. Well, you flew, yeah. you, you, oh, you went down to a football I game. Was, I, was, uh, I was in Tampa. I flew out Sunday and I came back Monday to watch the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Beat the Buffalo Bills in overtime. In overtime. That was a big win. Well, it was a big win, but it was scary because at the half, we were like 21 and it was like 24 to 3. I mean, we were crushing them. It was like, oh, yeah. this is going to be an easy game. And then suddenly they kept scoring and we didn't. And it really yeah, that's was a nail a good, biter at that's the end. Not a good, that's not a good model no, moving you, forward. You don't, you don't feel like, yeah, you just feel like we should have won this earlier. Like it was almost yeah, like yeah. it's about time you guys won, but. It's nice to feel that way for the Bucs. Usually you don't feel yeah. that way. But that yeah. was pretty awesome. Your Broncos. The Broncos Story of the week, crushed. man. That yeah, was beautiful. They crushed. They crushed. And yeah, the, the, uh, Demarius Thomas, is that his first name? Demarius. Yeah, for yeah. those that didn't get to see it, so uh, you might have heard on the news, Demarius Thomas, uh, wide receiver for the Broncos, died. He's like 33. I think he had seizures. Yeah. And, That's and, what they uh, said. He had seizures. And, yeah. And, and, He'd been struggling with that for a bit. So they lined up uh, with only 10 men. You know, and uh, you, you know, as opposed to the eleven you normally start with, they left the wide receiver position open, you know, and empty. Yeah. So then, that was their first play. Of course, you got a, they got a penalty, which the Lions were kind enough to not take. Oh, you that's know? But cool. that was just a real fitting tribute in the beginning. Oh, you might hear the dog bark. Here, I do Rosie, hear the you dog. You want to make an appearance? Rosie, come here. Rosie, 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 Rosie. Come here. Here, this is Rosie, everybody. Whoa. Hello, She's Rosie. Sweet. Hello, Hopefully Rosie. the video will work, or this will be another wasted, beautiful shot. She just yeah, got her hair those, cut, and she looks, looks like great. a bobblehead. It looks great. And for those not watching the video, it's just a dog, okay? Hey, um, only one college Ouch. game, only one college football game, Bob. And what did you think? Yeah. What did you think about it? Um, 
I'm still offended that you insulted a member of my family. Well, I didn't she's insult not just a my, dog. All right, she's the dog. Mwah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Army, Navy, and honestly, of, of sporting events, that is on the bucket list for me. I want to go mm. to see the Army-Navy game sometime. Navy won this year. It's just, first off, there's a lot of pageantry and the military right. academies. I have a lot of respect for the military academies, and and it means everything to them. I mean, you can have lose every game, but whoever wins that Army-Navy game is a successful <laughs> Right, yeah, there's, cer- there's certain games that... Yeah, that and that Navy way. won this year. Uh, I think that Army's won for the last several years with the exception of one game, so it was it's always fun to watch that game. So, do the Coast Guard ever show up and try to take over? Um, they do not. In Air Force, it, it's interesting because Air Force has a team, but it's it, it's and I think it's called maybe the the President's Cup or the Commander in Chief Cup or something like that between yeah. those three academies. But it's been a long time since the Air Force Academy. What is going on in your house? I'm sorry. No, no. Open the door. Let her out there. Was that you, Jenny? Okay, I'm, I'm doing a po- professional podcast is, with my president. This is, this is perfect. This this is going <laughs> going great. Going great, Bob. Yeah, don't let us get in the way of uh, of your family's groceries, Bob. You're, you're, you're very. This is this is called Christmas vacation. You're very much interrupting my my life. Yeah. What? Yeah. This is so. Okay. You're left in frustration, which is kind of what usually happens with most of our conversations. So that's totally fine. All right, we're good. <laughs> there you go. Well, Jenny, when cool. you hear this, I just want you to know how much I love you. She'll she'll listen to this podcast three months from now. Yeah, that's right. That's right. All right, well, that's good. No, so it was, uh, yeah, a good weekend. That's a good awesome. Weekend. Yep. It was. And the Cavaliers are doing great. That's just the last end of our sports segment. That's right. Uh, I, I, I will laugh. Four out of I five. Laugh. I will laugh, Bob. I've got a nephew that I was talking to, and, and he said, I listen to the podcast, all the podcasts. He goes, well, be honestly, I kind of often just turn it off after the sports updates because that's the thing that interests <laughs> me the most. It's like, that's fantastic. All right. That's I think fantastic. that's. It'd be interesting to see a poll. How many of them skip no, no, the sports no, no. stuff? Yeah, that's. And true. how many that's of them true. stop after the sports stuff? That's true. That's so. Right. That's awesome. All right. Well, we are ready for our Franciscan plug. Cue the there music. It's interesting. That's good, right? You have to feel that to myself. Right. Yep. I'm, oh, actually, you're supposed to read this. I'm happy Go to ahead. share with you that last week we announced the most ambitious fundraising effort in Franciscan University's 75-year history. The Rebuild My Church campaign will strengthen Franciscans' mission to educate, evangelize, and send forth spirit-filled disciples of Jesus Christ in three main areas. We will build a $48 million Christ the Teacher academic hall and conference center, Commit $18 million to financial aid and scholarships for our students and earmark $5 million for evangelical outreaches to Catholics and their parishes, plus fund other worthy projects. You could fund the podcast. Yeah. Just a thought. Here's the really amazing news. Thanks to generous donors who have already committed over $65 million to the campaign, we only need to raise an additional $9 million to reach our goal. Yeah. Wait, that can't be right. Yeah. I don't right. do math. But wait, we want to raise seventy-five million. We've got sixty-five million. A little and over we sixty-five. We've got we've got a little bit north of sixty-five million. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. We are humbled and grateful beyond words to those who have already donated. To find out more about the Rebuild My Church campaign or to make a donation, go to Franciscan.edu slash rebuild. Again, 
the Rebuild My Church website is franciscan.edu slash rebuild. Yeah, Bob, it's really been, you know, we've, there's, there's two phases. There's kind of the quiet phase of the campaign, which is where you really reach out to friends of the university and share with them what you're visioning and what you're dreaming about and, and what you're discerning. And, and then it becomes public and that's called the public phase that we right. launched on Friday. And, you know, it's yeah. just been really remarkable people's response that honestly, our goal was to try to have half of the $75 million by December 10th, which is our 75th anniversary. We were founded at Our Lady of Loretto. Well, I mean, the fact that we already have $65 million. Now, we still have quite a bit. I mean, $10 million. That, they always yeah. say that last is. <clears throat> but it's just, it's been remarkable. People's generosity and their excitement and and how moved they are to be a part of, of what we're doing at Franciscan. It's just, it's just really been humbling. And yeah, I, I just can't, I can't express how grateful I am to so many people that have been so generous. But I think that there's a lot of excitement. You know, you, you mentioned the... Mm-hmm the new Christ the Teacher Academic Building Conferencing Center. I mean, people are, we've not built a new academic building on campus in 22 years. So to have more academic (laughs) space, you know, I never want to ask, so what what that's going to be is, is, this is really, it's just going to be a really cool building. It's going to have two wings. Uh, One wing will be a new conferencing center so that we can hold year-round conferences that can hold up to around 500 people. That's going to be great because we just don't, well, you actually said it in one of the videos, Bob, is, is that we can't do things just because we don't have space, you know, just so to be right. able to have some more space is just going to be so important. But then, yeah. And I so, actually love, I love that. I love that. I don't know who named it, but just calling the building Christ, the teacher. Yeah. is, is just awesome. I mean, it's, well, you know, I mean, it's such a testament to what we try to do here at Franciscan, you know, I mean, I, I didn't know if we'd end up being like needing the money. And so it was going to become, you know, like Schneider's number one tire academic center or yeah, yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that. Just you know, the fact academic. that we were able, right. We were just able to keep it like focused on Christ, which is what it really is about. Is that our first building named after Jesus on campus um, other than well, the chapel? Well, that's just it. And that's honestly, so our, our chapel is called Christ the King. And, and as I was praying yeah. about it and discussing it and, and sharing it with people, I said, okay, we have two significant places. The, the Christ is the center of worship, but Christ in, in the chapel, so Christ the King. But Christ is also in the center of the academic world, that those two things mm-hmm. are not separated. So when I proposed that we, we called it Christ the Teacher, it was received really, really well. So right, those are, yeah. I mean, Trinity, I suppose, is, is God, but um, <laughs> I don't suppose it is. But yeah, yeah. So we're really... We should rename the, the Finnegan Fieldhouse Christ the Athlete, uh, the, Christ the, the right. Jock. Right. So, yeah. but there was just, you know, in somebody, I was talking to a, you know, benefactor and he said, it just sounds so appropriate for Francis University, yeah. given that, that our goal and our aim is to have Christ in the center of everything to have that. So the, the academic wing is going to have three, three parts to it. The ground floor will be engineering and the middle floor will be business. And the top floor will be just a really new, a high tech nursing wing. That's going to really serve the, the nursing students that have been so limited in space for the last many years. So right. I'm I'm just thrilled and excited and 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 like I said, humbled at <coughs> people's generosity. I mean, when we first talked about a seventy-five million dollar campaign, I mean, we're already twice more than we've the largest campaign we've ever had. So yeah, I was going to say, what's the largest? Like twenty million, or I mean, like the largest I mean, I've been was here for was a, a bit. Was around, and we I haven't think had around thirty-one. I think it was around thirty-one million dollars. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. just you know, it's just. In some ways, it's just a sign of of God's favor, and that's yeah. a blessing, and that's the fruit. So we we've been excited. It's been it's been tiring, and, but it's 
it's also been great. But but one of the things that we talk about is that this is this is the beginning, but there's a lot more to do. So there's that famous quote of Bill Belichick. You know, they had lost a game, and he said, you know, on to Cincinnati, meaning you know we're just going to focus on what's next, and that's what we're doing. You know, we still have right. you know ten million dollars to raise, and and I trust that the Lord is going to open the doors and lead us to the people. And then, and then we have to decide and discern, okay, perhaps the Lord has, you know, overflowing generosity that's going to come. And, and then we have to discern how, how might we move forward on that. So it's, it's yeah. been really fun and exciting. But also the 75th anniversary celebration was, was so much fun. Oh, yeah, yeah you in, unveiled. I, you seemed so excited. Dude, you got to ride that, uh, what do they call that thing that lifts you up in the air? Cherry picker or something Instagram. like that. Cherry picker or something like that. Was that scary seen, a little bit to be that high? No, it was the best thing. I, I, I said probably a little tongue-in-cheek, this is the best day of my life, so I, I would maybe retract that a bit. But it was really, really fun. If you haven't seen it on Instagram or Facebook, go and look at it. That The mosaic is just beautiful, Bob. And, and to have yeah, the artist with it is us, Blair, Blair with us, who's one of our alumni, was just, it was such a wonderful event. But yeah, so we wanted to actually bless the, the, the image with, put holy water on it, which meant raising me about, I think about 70 no, maybe 50 feet, something like that. And somebody yeah. said, yelled out, it's the ascension because I'm, you know, I'm, in, my, I'm in my vestments and I'm rising up. So right, it was right. it was great. Yeah. yeah the ascension so. of Father Dave. How beautiful. That's right. That's right. It'll be a new and feast then, day in the Franciscan calendar. And then we had, you know, a Christmas a celebration, Advent, I mean, Advent 75 celebration, which was great because this year all the kids were there. It was just a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful twenty-four hours, thirty-six hours. Yep. Yeah, I know yeah. it's it's been a it's been a very joyful celebration and just lots of graces and in this time of Advent. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's just really incredible. But you know, Father yeah. Dave, just thank you for all. I know you've been busting your butt traveling around the country. Uh, the the advancement team has been working so hard. It was you know somebody is just a faculty member that got to be at that presentation. I was just so happy for you guys and happy yeah. to see such a big win as, as you know i teach classes I, I mean i know those guys but i don't really get to see a lot of the fruit of their work and they were so jazzed and so pumped um and it's just an exciting moment i think for franciscan you know it's it isn't so much like the dollar amount but it really will be you know changing the footprint of what the campus looks like the ability for people to teach the conference mm-hmm. opportunities the scholarship opportunities the new programs that we're already committed to it really yeah it really just feels like we're moving in to a springtime you know like yeah, we're that's really, launching that's, into that's a whole really... new new phase of stuff and it's it's exciting to be a part of it and yeah, I'd like to think that this podcast led the way of that well I, I was going to go there Bob but I thought it was self-serving yeah. but since you mentioned it you know well, no, I only mentioned it in terms of your involvement, but now you can talk about it in terms of my involvement. Well, if, if, it, wasn't, if, it, if it wasn't you and I working together so closely, none of this ever would have happened. So we just went I on mean, ourselves. I'm, I'm Robin to your Batman. In, in one of the I'm Chewbacca to your solo. In one of the conferences Bob and I were at one time, um, we, at the end of the conference, there's always a big list of people to thank. And I said, Bob, I said, I'll give you $5 if you thank yourself. So it's always this, <laughs> you always have to thank people, which is good. Don't get me wrong. But Bob yeah. goes up and he goes, I just want to thank me. I did an amazing job this weekend and I was so amazing. It's like, well, that was a little I'm much, so glad but. you said that. I want to share a story before we go on to our, our final Advent piece. But it was an, an amazing thing that happened. 
and it has to do with Attleboro, Massachusetts, which is where you offered me that right, money right, right, as I was right, hosting right. A, a youth conference. So this is just kind of the coolness of life. I was at the game with my oldest son, John, who is a super senior at Franciscan. And he said, hey, I've got um, some friends of mine are here at the game with their dads and their dads know you. I was like, okay. So, uh, you know, halftime, we went to the big pirate ship to, to meet up with them. And it was just... It was just cool. I did I, one of them. I went to school with, but another one. He introduced himself and he said, "We've only met once." He said, "But I was a teenager oh, that's awesome. at the Attleboro conferences, you know, for ninety eight so cool. and ninety nine." Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he just shared uh-huh. what a huge impact that was, and those were such special times too. And it, I don't know, yeah. it was just something really cool. So then, actually, they were there with their kids, and I gave them all. I mean, there I am standing next to the big pirate ship, and I gave them a blessing. Oh, that's um, cool. It it was so cool. I mean, it was just such a I mean that was that was slight, just a little bit more exciting than the overtime win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which was yeah. very exciting, but just to be able to do but that. But the fact that you do have and, your priorities, uh, Bob, is is good. Oh, that's thank awesome. You. That that really is awesome. That's so cool. I'll have to tell that to my wife when she w- wonders why I helped with the podcast instead of taking in the groceries. I think yeah. my priorities are right. Uh, you're not wrong. Tell your wife mm-hmm. um, I love her, and I'll buy her a bottle of wine. Oh. For the win. Thank you. That'll totally you get me out of trouble. There you go. Yeah. There you go. So we have the third. Uh, the, one of the reasons I asked about Sunday, if you preached or not, did you assist at Mass? Uh, I did. Oh, you I did was not. You traveling. did not. That's right. Of course you were. Of course. So you right. didn't. So I didn't have to wear, have to wear the rose. Yep. No, yep. I didn't wear the, yep. the salmon. Salmon, rose, pink. So this is obviously the third week, and one of the things that we've been doing for the podcast during Advent is just focusing on particular themes. So the first week was uh, focusing on peace. The second week was hope. And one of the great blessings of Advent is the, the third week is focusing on joy. And time and time, even in the antiphons and in the reading, second reading is is rejoice always, rejoice in all things. And, and that's uh, that's a beautiful text, and it is it is essential and important that we focus on that. One of the the invitations of the fourth week or third week of Advent is to begin to reflect on what the Lord has done mm-hmm. and how He is, you know, how He's blessed us in our life, and to be able to rejoice in that. I love one of the quotes that that uh, Pope Francis had. He says, um, "On this uh, Gaudete Sunday is known as the Sunday of Joy." So instead of fretting about all the things you haven't done or the things that you haven't prepared for, how about this week we think about the good things that in life and the many blessings that the Lord has given to us? Mm. And I think that's a especially timely, right? And that in all the things that are going on, but just uh, personally, it's the the rejoice always has been. Yeah, it's. I understand that this is the invitation, but that's not always easy to do. And and as you know, that I'm actually home right now. Uh, my dad is sick. Yeah, my dad's very sick, and and just felt we needed to, family needed to be together right now. And and I must say, you know, we we had my dad's in the hospital, but the the rest of the family had mass on Sunday, and and the rejoice always. It's like, okay, Lord, I I hear that, <laughs> yeah. and and I know, but it's really and, and again, it's a step in faith to to rejoice. But that's why I thought when I was just praying and thinking about John, uh, Pope Francis's words is that that's right is is to reflect on and see the blessings of the Lord, even in the midst of difficulties, in the midst of struggles. This, this has not been the best year, as you know, for lots of reasons, but the Lord has also blessed us in so many, I mean, all the things that we were just talking about right. for the university. And I think actually there's even, one of the things I've been praying is, is, is most recently as my dad's been more sick, is 
is to be offering up, you know, the suffering and the fear and, and all of that to the Lord and, and to give that to the Lord. And I think there's a grace. I don't think I know. I know there's a grace in that. And I know that there's a fruit that comes about. So one of the things I was suggesting, you know, for, for this fourth week of Advent is is that, you know, as, as you mentioned, I think the first week, uh, Bob, is that Advent is a time of waiting, but it's not a time of not doing anything. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, you know, maybe maybe in this week what we could do is we're preparing, not just waiting, we're preparing. Our heart only has so much space, you know. So I was thinking, okay, well, maybe we can identify some things in our heart that take up some of that space and give that to the Lord and allow His grace to fill that. So, you know, with myself, it, it's worry. It's worry and, and, and wondering what's going to happen and a little bit of fear. I mean... You know, I know that the Lord's Lord, and I know that the Lord's good, and He's going to ultimately take care of everyone. But that doesn't mean that that there aren't these human emotions that are right. going on, and 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 there's there's this there's a movement and kind of a transferring of of the Lord's grace and presence in the midst of that. So that's just really a concrete thing. Maybe during this third week of Advent, is what what's in your heart that's that's maybe taking up space and say, okay, Lord, I give you that, and then invite Him to fill that space. Yeah, you know, rejoicing isn't the same as being happy. I mean, it's easy to rejoice right. when you're happy, but even, you know, when you're sad, we still rejoice. I mean, happiness and sadness are emotions. Um, yeah. And I, I always like that somebody explain that the word happiness actually comes from the word happenings, which means something happened that makes you happy. But joy yeah. um, isn't about what is happening. Uh, you know, joy mm-hmm. is, well, it's a fruit of the Holy Spirit. And it is something that we can experience the joy of the Lord even in sorrow. And um, that's easy to say, you know, and, and it, it kind of delves into the mystery of that gift of the Holy Spirit. You know, joy is a gift of the Holy Spirit that keeps yeah. us from despair, that, you know, gives us, gives us hope, you know, to be sure. And even in the midst of profound suffering. Uh, you know, we can yeah. find the, the joy of the Lord. And, and that's where our strength is, right? I mean, that's something Scripture says over and over again. The joy of the Lord is our strength. And I find yeah. when I'm weak in my life, spiritually speaking, I'm not rejoicing enough. I, I'm not giving God yeah. enough glory because we were made to give Him glory no matter what's going on in our lives. Yeah. Right, but in, in what I shared with my family on Sundays is that's a decision that we have to make. Mm. You know, that that... I'm going to give you glory. I'm going to worship you, even though maybe there's a part of me that doesn't feel it right now. And there's, you know, my brother shared he he went to the Adoration Chapel the other day and just uh, had a little had a little uh, argument time with the Lord. But yeah. but that's that that process. You know, that's really important. It's honest. It's real. It's authentic. And 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 then coming out of things like that, saying, okay, Lord, you know, once again, I put you in the middle of my life, and and we just trust in the Lord's providence and His care for us, no matter what, no matter what. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's where we are. So prayers for everybody, but but yeah, to rejoice and rejoice in in the midst of of everything. The Lord is still the Lord. Jesus is still the Savior. He's yeah. still the Redeemer. He still meets us in in, in His presence. And uh, yeah, I was with with Dad yesterday or day before, and, and I just asked him about the Lord's presence, and he said that he's experiencing the Lord's presence in the midst of his sickness and the suffering. So. We're, we're just grateful to that. And the scripture of the weekend was, you know, rejoice always. And the end of the verse says, the Lord is near, uh, which is different yeah. than the Lord is here. You know, the invitation yeah. that the Holy Spirit gives us is to rejoice in an anticipation 
of what we know God is going to do. You know, my son is rejoicing because of some of the Christmas gifts he's pretty sure he's going to get. Um, and <laughs> and he knows he's not going to come down and see the tree is going to be empty. He knows there's going to be presents and he's going to love them. And uh, that's a similar kind of joy, I think, that the Lord is inviting all of us to have right now. It's a It's an anticipatory joy. We don't have it right now, but the Lord is near and it's with great confidence and hope that we can pre-celebrate, you know, anticipate, uh, you know, what he is doing and going to be doing, even if he's not really there, it doesn't seem to be there in this moment of your life. But it doesn't seem to be there. And that's, and that's what's important is that, is that he is present. It's just that it, it, we may not be able to recognize it or see it at the moment. Yeah. But I loved how the end of that reading said, and it says, you know, this idea of rejoicing and celebrating. And then it says, um, then the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your heart. And that's really what, what I'm praying for, is is that the peace of God which surpasses all of understanding. I've prayed that a hundred times in the last couple of days. Mm. will guard our hearts, you know, because the world is going to want to cause fear and anxiety or whatever. But the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard our hearts. Amen. 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 All right, Deacon, you going to take us out of this? I would be honored to. Almighty God and Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your love. We thank you for the gift of your spirit. And the fruits of that spirit, love, joy, peace, faithfulness, gentleness, kindness, self-control, um, all of the gifts you give, but particularly as we are in the season of Advent for joy. Help us, Lord, to rejoice in you always, and that the peace of God would protect us, guard our hearts, that surpasses all understanding, uh, that we may truly know your love. In a special way, we pray for any of you who... Do not feel the Lord's presence nearby, that they would be consoled by the words of Scripture. The Lord is near. Uh, we pray for the Pavanka family. We pray for Bob. We pray for the doctors that are uh, trying to bring him back to health. Uh, Lord God, that your healing hand and your grace and presence would be in their family, as with any other family that might be suffering a loss or suffering hospitalization. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lord God, in all things, we, we don't know what happens time to time, but we know you always provide We are confident in your faithfulness, and for that we rejoice. And so may the Lord bless you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Robert. Thanks, friend. We're praying for you, and thank you to all of you uh, who listened and watched. I'm glad the video finally worked. Uh, Sorry about that for the past couple weeks. And we will be back next week as we head into Christmas. You can send us an email at hope at franciscan.edu. That's hope at franciscan.edu. God bless. See you, Bob. See you, Bob and Dave.